0: Out of the box radio with me your host Christine Blasdale out of the box radio is a weekly podcast of audible ear candy dedicated to bringing a fresh perspective on this thing that we call life and each and every week we're going to be diving into the topics that matter most with lively conversations on issues such as health wellness and transformational healing all with the goal of creating a better world and becoming a happier human being I will be your tour guide for this epic adventure, and each and every week, we're gonna be embarking on a journey with the ultimate goal being transformation to our highest potential. And now, let's get out of the box. Wow, (laughs) that music is so beautiful. I just got kind of taken away. Hello, everyone. I am Christine Blasdale, and you are, uh, you are, I'm going to tell you something. You're quite lucky to be tuning in right now because one of my most favorite people in the whole wide world is in studio with me today to tell you about some, amazing work that she's done and my dear wonderful, I call her my master teacher because she is uh, Barbara Savin is a certified clinical and medical intuitive hypnotherapist she is also a master Reiki healer uh, and energy healing specialist and teacher meditation instructor life coach and author of the phenomenal book Gentle Energy Touch, The Beginner's Guide to Hands-On Healing and she's also the founder of Motive Motivateyourlife.net. and just a f- you know some of the clients that Barbara Savin has has been the Body Mind Spirit Center with Dr. Sharon Norling, the California Health and Longevity Institute which was uh, which is in the Four Seasons Hotel, the 4.0 Ranch at Live Oak Malibu and Beacon Wellness Center and some of her m- more even famous clients include Pharrell Williams, Christina Aguilera, Pat Benatar, and many other wonderful celebrities who've actually written testimonials about... My guest, Barbara Savin in her book. I want to welcome my dear, dear friend and my
1: master teacher, yes.
0: Barbara Saban.
1: How are you, sweetie?
0: I'm so good. Oh, I'm so happy
1: to be here. You have no idea. I'm so happy
0: you're here, too. It's like my fairy godmother came in, and I'm like walking around like all happy and high. <laughs> like, uh-huh. <laughs> so happy to have you uh-huh. here. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. Well, let's talk about, let's just talk about from the, the, the basics. You are a certified medical and uh, clinical hypnotherapist. How Mm -hmm. long have you been doing that for?
1: Uh, I'd say about 25 years. Oh. Oh, That's it.
0: Only 25 (laughs) 25
1: years. (laughs) (laughs) On on, on clients and before that on myself. So it's been a while. Yeah. And and I also know you're a
0: uh, master Reiki healer as well, certified master Reiki Yes, an energy
1: healing specialist. And actually, well, you you know, my grandma was a healer. Yes. So it's always been with me. And um, finally got back to it in my 40s. And was able to heal myself from uh, chronic fatigue, very raging migraines, and a lot of stress, anxiety. Uh, it, was back, it was time for me to get back to uh, my healing abilities. Well, let's go back. Let's go back. Let's go back and talk about uh, grandma. Grandma. I <laughs> <Grandma, Grandma laughs> Jenny. <laughs> yes, I have a special place uh-huh. in my heart
0: for my grandmother. Yes. So let's talk about that. As a, as a little girl, did you know you had these uh, abilities? Uh,
1: as a little girl, I used to see things and feel things, and uh, my mom would always tell me it was my imagination. Yes. And... and I knew it wasn't because these uh, spirits spoke to me. Yeah. And my grandma always did healing on my sister and I on a daily basis. We were never sick uh, we used to beg her not to do healing so that we can get sick and stay home from school. But that didn't work out. <laughs> Back in Brooklyn, she said, no way. <laughs> so, yeah, we lived in Coney Island. so And she lived right upstairs from us. So it, we couldn't get away from How beautiful it. beautiful is that? But, yeah, yeah um, we, my sister and I, we, we used to think that she had magical abilities when she did healing on us. Because we could feel tingling and heat. And we always were very relaxed. We were very peaceful. Our energy was always very clear, and she would actually tell us all the time that if anyone says anything negative to you, take those thoughts because they are not your thoughts and throw them on the ground and stomp on them and say, no, these are not my thoughts.
0: Oh, how and cute is yes, that to tell little children? <laughs> well,
1: exactly, because then I grew up, so, you know, and I was bullied a lot in school because of uh, the abilities. Yeah. Um I would tell myself, no, this is what that person is thinking. It's not who I am. Right. And that helped me in life like you have no idea. What a beautiful message that is to Mm -hmm. have
0: to children Well, and adults, but especially children now in schools, because it is so absorbed. And it's been proven that like from age zero to
1: seven or eight, we are a sponge. Um, We are under hypnosis. Yes, we are. And when my clients come in and they tell me you know stories about the children and i tell them the worst thing that you can do or say to a child is, you're stupid, you're fat, you're ugly, you'll never do well in school, because what you're doing is you're planting that little seed in their unconscious mind. That big seed. Well, yeah. it's a little seed, and then as they get older, yes. that seed begins to sprout. Right. And right. then when that seed sprouts, now you have blocked energies in all areas of their life. And well, so it's important to think positive and think. You know, just think. You know, tell your kids that you love them, and this, you know, help them, not hinder them in any way.
0: Well, and especially because the those planting of those seeds is like digging in that groove um, of the subconscious, not just not just the conscious of when it happens, right? Right. But it's also <coughs> in the subconscious, so mm-hmm. you could be forty years later. And, um, you know, t- trying to get your, your career going or trying to have a, a decent relationship and you don't understand why it's always being sabotaged, why things aren't working out for you, when you have that constant drone, that constant mantra – Right, in, the, exactly. in your subconscious, mm-hmm. you're not even aware of. No, but that subconscious mantra of "you're not good enough," you're 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 lazy. You'll never amount to anything. That's playing in the background.
1: Right, and that's why so many people have a lack of self-confidence and self-esteem. Right, because it's from childhood, and you know, in in my uh, office where I do healing and also hypnotherapy, the most important thing is to clear. Those blocked energies from them, so that they're able to be number one, their authentic self, and able to allow themselves to shine and shine and create what has always been there inside of them. But because of all that negative thought from their mother, father, school, or wherever it may have been, or society, right, or society, it, it just brings them down. And it's it's truly a shame that that's what's happening. So with the with the clients that you have now,
0: what would you say I mean without and you don't don't name names obviously, but what would you say um is the biggest or are the biggest issues, let's say not the one, but let's say what are the biggest issues that people come to you for for the hypnotherapy sessions or for the healing? What are those issues if we can Categorize them. That that the that,
1: that most people come to you for. It's usually childhood. Mm. It's you know my father abused me or my mother never helped me or I didn't feel loved. <clears throat> Excuse me, which is a big one, um, and uh, because of so many different blockages, they're not able to sleep. They have stress. Uh, again, they're not able to succeed with their goals. You know, they they're always sabotaging themselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I would have to say, childhood blockages are very big. Uh, then sleep, then stress, anxiety. Uh, I see clients for weight loss, stop smoking. So there, there's a, a, quite many different things. But you know, getting back to your original question, definitely childhood. Uh, Situation says a lot
0: about our society. Yes, it, it, does. it does. And those issues that 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 people are dealing with from childhood relate to their current relationships, do they not? I mean, <laughs> it it I could understand how if if you're still hurting from what happened to you as a child, if it be it physical abuse, emotional abuse, sexual abuse, that. That carries on to your relationships now, not only your relationships with your children and how you deal with them, and how you deal with your parents too, of course, but also your relationships with your um, with your
1: loved ones, your spouse, uh, r- right?
0: That would right. be definitely or if Without they trigger conf- that,
1: if they trigger that pain, it's usually triggered, and then they find themselves fighting or not able to uh, uh, express what they they, f- they feel, or they're not able to actually. Um, tell the truth about their emotions and what they're feeling, and so then what happens over a period of time? Uh, there's a lack of communication, and then then it's anything can happen. The anything thereafter. can happen because then mm-hmm. the imagination starts oh, going, sure. and then people yeah.
0: the the heart wall, as well, they say, right? Yeah. The heart wall gets b- gets built up, and then there's a shutdown,
1: right? Yeah, it, it's it's blocked, and it, it's just a shame that. Um, I, I know now, you know, a lot of families do not have dinner together. And I hear this from children that I actually see, that, you know, the mother or father. And, of course, you know, we need to make money. We have to earn money. But there's, no, there's not that family uh, bond like the way I used to have, mm-hmm. you know, uh, with my parents and my grandparents, where we all sat down to dinner. No one had the phone, you know, to look at. So right. what's happening is that there's a lack of communication. There's a lack of conversation. And no one really knows what is going on in the other's lives. Right. And it, it creates a lot of uh, challenges for these, not just for the children, but for also, you know. Oh, for the uh, parents. For the parents. Of or, course. Or any, even, you know, single people that go out on dates. Everyone's always looking at this phone.
0: Yes. Damn uh, you, Yeah, phone. I know.
1: Right?
0: <laughs> All right, where's my phone? <laughs> <That's> exactly. <laughs> so, but, the, uh, but there is, the beautiful thing is, is that, for these issues that we have and and that impact our health because also here's the, this is another aspect right the the hurts and the pains and the traumas that we experienced as children um, and as you know as babies it, not only does it affect our emotional our rela- the relationships that we have in an emotional capacity in our relationships we have with other human beings and and our um, going out in the world, but also our health. Yes. Our physical body. Mm-hmm. It's It's been proven that our physical body can also be, can take the hits from that. And stress is probably the number one cause, right? That,
1: it, you know, it, um, uh, stress, worry, not able to sleep, waking, you know, or they look for unhealthy habits, <clears throat> excuse me, like, you know, smoking or drugs or alcohol. Yeah. And then now they become addicted. And it's all because of challenges that they've had at a younger, you know, their younger years. And that's the pity of it is that that doesn't need to happen as, as long as they they're able to clear those blockages, but many of them have no idea that they even have the blockages.
0: Right. So somebody could somebody could come to you and say, "I want to have a hypnosis session for um, for my weight, okay, or for smoking, but." what you f- do you is it what, what you find is that it's not necessarily it, it's it's a bigger it's story. a root
1: co- it's there's a root cause right. for every challenge that we're facing
0: and what does hypnosis
1: do does it get to that root cause yeah yes it does see how I asked time. a question that I already knew <laughs> I know <laughs> <laughs> sneaky let's talk about hypnosis because I yes. love
0: this yeah. and it's not a, and let's get can we mm-hmm. list like let's dispel the myths about hypnosis
1: well you know Hollywood you know yeah. and I love Hollywood Don't get me wrong; Uh, otherwise, my clients would be very angry and upset with me right now. (laughs) Um, They portray a hypnotherapist—you know—they get them on stage and they make them cluck like a duck or bark like a dog, you know, things like that. But that's not the the case, though. You know, hypnosis is just a very relaxing uh, state of mind where you just uh, have them breathe and relax, and and they become more mindful and aware of their entire body and their feeling. And then the whole purpose of it is to change, to help them change. And again, it's their choice whether or not they really want to help to change those negative thoughts and feelings that they have to positive thoughts and feelings. And then they're able to then... Move through life the way they want to. So, how does hypnosis work, though? Like, like, is it, is it, is
0: it? You're talking to me. Let's say you're talking to Christine. Mm-hmm. You're talking to Christine, and Christine is here. But when you, when we're in a hypnosis session,
1: are you, are you putting me into a? St- well, you're not putting me into i I'm state. not putting in you into anything. It's just a, a very relaxing state of mind so it's like
0: a meditation kind it's of. like it it's is like going, it's it's actually like, is
1: meditation right and visualization what what i'm doing is i'm you're allowing me to help you you know with a journey whether i'm taking you to the ocean a beautiful garden or um walking along the beach or whatever the case may be somewhere where you really enjoy being right the beach at, Okay, so then <laughs> walking on the sand, yes, watching the waves rolling in and out, yes, and, no shoes, barefoot. right? No, right, barefoot, just relaxing. Yes, and then when I see that you are now in a relaxed state, that's when I offer you positive suggestions. So, like I, I always tell everyone, I have no control whatsoever over you. You have, it, so you're aware of every word that I say. And okay.
0: my understanding is that you're like that you're 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 extremely present.
1: Oh yes, because you're more aware the, because mm-hmm. it's
0: the unconscious part of us, right? That is, which knows everything. Yes, right. It, we know it knows all of it, our little dirty secrets. It knows what
1: you need to hear, to yeah. feel, to see. It knows everything.
0: Is it true that the unconscious mind also? is aware of every single thing that's ever happened to you? Yes. Like, and every person you've ever met, every every conversation it's you've a, ever had? I
1: call it a very intricate database. Oh, yeah. It remembers everything. And so, again, getting back to, you know, a state of relaxation, if, say, for instance, you come to me and you, you want to stop smoking. Yes. But you're telling me, well, my wife or my husband wants me to stop smoking, I won't do the session with you because you need to be the one to want to make those changes. Correct. Not that somebody else wants to make them for you. Correct. So it's your choice whether you want to be a non-smoker or not. Correct. So, And that's the most important thing. And that's with anything, whether it's alcohol, uh, weight loss, sleep, or whatever it may be, you have to be the one to make the choice. and And then... Again, I take you on a beautiful journey. We do some breathing. You're relaxed. And then offer you the suggestions based on our conversation, the things that you want to change for yourself. So like, say, for instance, you tell me, you know, Barbara, I... I, I, I just want to stop sweets. You know, so we talk about the sweets. What what, it, what makes you eat those sweets? What, when do you eat those sweets? Uh, right. You know, is it when you're stressed or, you know, uh, upset or whatever the case may be? So I listen very carefully to all the words. We have at least a half hour conversation prior to hypnosis. Mm-hmm. I listen to every word that you tell me. And then what I do is I use your words, what you want to change to you mm-hmm. so that they're your own words, right? Exactly, and that's how it works. Oh, no, that's my little secret. <laughs> I
0: like that. I like that. Uh-huh. So let's, because you've been doing this for quite some time, uh, and you have a wonderful track record. How many? How many people do you think that over the course of of the time that you've been doing this, that you have helped? Overcome uh, all of those things, overcome uh, stress, overcome um, their issues with food and, and or drinking or smoking or gambling. Um, how many people do you think
1: all in all do you, that you have, have helped relieve them from those? Quite so- many. I have honestly, I'd say about a 90 percent uh, rate of they stop what it is that they need to stop. Wow. Yeah. I'm good at what I do. I hate to say, I'm not, you know, giving myself pats, but I uh, what the whole thing with me, with them is for them to feel really comfortable with me, but it's all about me helping them to reclaim their power, reclaim their energy and to reclaim who they are. Because once they do that, they have the ability then to be able to do anything that they set their minds to do. So I want them to shine and, and, and allow whatever is within them to come out. And so I use a lot of most hypnotherapists, my words are more metaphysical. They're more loving, you know, and, and, and having them love themselves and be kind to themselves and respect themselves. And so they see things from a different perspective than just, well, I just want to stop sweets. Right? Well, you need to love yourself because it's important for you to give yourself a gift a gift of living a long healthy physically fit life with your family your friends with everyone and when i i tell everyone when we are healthy that is the one is the greatest gifts that we can have because health is wealth to me yes when we have health we're able to do everything and i know you know last year you know i had a hip replacement yes. and i realized when i was walking with a cane and i said to myself wow this is challenging. And, and it truly made me realize more the whole feeling of being able to walk and being able to do what I need to do. And health is the most important thing for us. Yes. And then you're wealthy. Yes. Very wealthy. And besides health, loving ourselves for who we are. Yeah. Because most of the time we beat ourselves up. Oh, yeah. And it's, it's such a shame.
0: Oh, there's a lot of people. Well, there's a lot of hurt people well, walking around. Yes. And also, what happens is that hurt people hurt people. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. It's that chain reaction as well. Oh, yeah.
1: And I, you know, it's just a shame that there's so much judgment in the world and, and people are so angry and upset. And, and it's just be more mindful of, of everything and, and aware and, and and love each other for who we are.
0: Exactly. And that's why I'm so, that's why I was, one reason why I was so happy
1: to have you come on the show. I mean, I've helped over all the years that I've been doing this, I would say thousands of people. Yes. You know, I know it. Yeah. Whether it's, you know, doing energy healing for them or, or hypnosis or life coaching or whatever it may be, you know, it's all about helping others to heal.
0: And that's my favorite Mm -hmm. thing to do. Mm -hmm. And if we can use our powers for good. Yes. And to help people heal. From those wounds, from those early traumas that we've had, because we've all been hurt. We've all been hurt at some point in our lives. And this is just a way, again, to go to the subconscious, to the unconscious mind, which knows everything. We're just taking a direct route through the work of Barbara Sabin. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Or you can, or for 20, <laughs> 20, years, you can keep carrying around all that. Well, you added. can, if you want, yeah. but why? But why? Exactly. why?
1: <laughs> we need oh to God. let go and, and let go. move forward. Let's, Live your life in joy and well, love is, and the, happiness.
0: The whole thing is that to be the change that you want to see in the yes, world, right?
1: Yes. Don't
0: point fingers at what no. other people are Don't doing. Do and, blaming. you know, there's somebody that's in the White House, too, that we also, we love to be angry at. But also, we need to take care of ourselves. Yes. We need to heal ourselves mm-hmm. first. Yeah. Because those things won't happen. No. Those but, things will not happen
1: if we all start healing ourselves. Well, I always, uh, you know, my thing is, you know, as long as I touch just one person with the healing of, you know, healing energy, and then that person touches somebody else, then it's snowballs. Yeah. And so the the most important thing is to show love and respect and, you know, everything that, that's our birthright. I love and respect you, Barbara Saban. Yeah, I do too with you. (laughs) (laughs) And I love and respect our wonderful
0: listeners. I want to thank you again, Barbara Saban. Thank you so very much. Again, folks, you can find out more by going to her website, which is motivateyourlife.net. Don't go nowhere. to Out of the Box Radio with me, your host, Christine Blasdale. Out of the Box Radio is a weekly podcast of audible ear candy dedicated to bringing a fresh perspective on this thing that we call life. And each and every week, we're going to be diving into the topics that matter most with lively conversations on issues such as health, wellness, and transformational healing, all with the goal of creating a better world and becoming a happier human being. I will be your tour guide for this epic adventure and each and every week we're going to be embarking on a journey with the ultimate goal being transformation to our highest potential and now let's get out of the box. Everyone, and welcome back. I wanted to present to you a very, very special spotlight story. We're going to be calling this the Out of the Box Spotlight Story. And every now and then I come across an individual who is just phenomenal in their resilience and taking their life back and transforming themselves and others and making a huge impact in the world. And this one particular guest that I have on right now is someone just like that. Scott Forsyth, he describes himself as a typical Australian bloke. His story is absolutely one of self-discovery through overcoming hurdles and leading to discovery of his own destiny. And finally, after 54 years of existing in life and going through quite a bit, he has found out what it's like to be passionate about something. So I want to welcome to Out of the Box with Christine Scott Forsyth. Welcome, Scott.
2: Hey, Christine. How are you?
0: I'm very good. How is it? How is it down under?
2: Oh mate, beautiful paradise. What can I say? Yeah.
0: You you know, had mentioned in the intro that you describe yourself as you know a typical Australian bloke a, t- a typical gentleman and as m- most of us who are in our 50s we've experienced ups and downs and all kinds of uh, things in between but you have some you have an amazing story I'd like to have you l- let our listeners hear about why don't you give uh, give our listeners a little bit of a background on um, what you've been through and and where you come out today
2: well yeah um what I've been through—that's um, that's really interesting because one one of the things I've noticed as people, we when we go through stuff, we tend to often downplay to ourselves the depth of what we've been through. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and quite often we'll compare. Yeah, oh, yeah, I shouldn't complain or or worry about. Yeah cancer because I survived yet millions of people didn 't, so we kind of put our own traumas and, and hassles as a second second tier thing and yeah, I was guilty as for that, <laughs> and um, I guess where it really kicked in was after a uh, after a divorce a few years back um, found myself in a situation where it ended up yeah, being yeah, diagnosed as depression, but got when it actually came to mind, it was like a feeling that just scared the hell out of me mm. because it was something I'd never experienced before and had no idea how to deal with. And so I ended up seeing a psych- psychologist Um. For one session and uh, it was basically what I needed to get out of it from him was just some tips on some steps I could t- take to advance myself, you know, on a road to recovery because um, I was pretty, you know, pretty confident. I'd spent 20 odd years doing events in the entertainment industry and working with, you know, world renowned motivators, goal setters, etc. So I, I had, yeah, I was, I guess, Mister, yeah, Mister Positive. There was, um, yeah, not a lot that I couldn't address that I felt, <laughs> yeah. So I saw this uh, psych, and he gave me a couple of um, tips, just like, yeah, you know, making making dates to go out and catch up with friends for coffee and things like that just to force myself to get out of the house. So um, what happened after that was gradually things started improving um, and I started getting back, (laughs) I wouldn't say to normal, still got a long way to go, but was able to start functioning a little bit uh, by setting myself small goals to achieve and not beating myself up if things didn't really happen. One of the things I ended up doing was, just as an exercise for myself, was I wrote down a list of major instances in my life that had been life-changing in in a negative manner. And um, one of the things that, or a few things came out of that, actually, which surprised me, but I ended up with 14 things on the list, and um, they had to be... Things that really impacted in a, in a deep way. So, I mean, without going into all the gory details, it was just things like, you know, 98 had testicular cancer, came back again in 2000, 2001 lost a son through miscarriage, mm. um, et etc. et cetera. So that three-year period, well, yeah. I could see that that actually emotionally screwed me so yes. probably about another four or five years after that, yeah. Um, things like, uh, yeah, no childhood memory before the age of 10, which was when the folks divorced. So I was like, okay, don't know what went on from zero to 10. Um, <laughs> obviously, it wasn't pretty. Um, and, yeah, that's that's something that, even though I've accepted that I don't have those childhood memories, it's ob- it's obviously something that also I've carried with me my whole life. Right. Yeah. Right. And it it does affect you, and when you don't have those happy childhood memories, then yeah, you're missing out on stuff. Yeah. Yes, you are. Yeah, and the the other thing it made me realise was. Yeah, I looked at the list and went... You know, it, it really kind of gave me permission to to accept that I had depression, you know? And it was it was a means of going, well, I, OK, I, I totally own everything that happened. Doesn't mean I have to like it, but I can accept that this stuff happened to me. And... Yeah, you know, some things I've got to deal with. Some things I just need to accept and move on, etc., etc. Um, the other thing I did was to balance things out was write a correl- correlating list of blessings. Yeah, you know? and I've had some amazing blessings in my life. You know, with people I've worked with, places I've been, etc., etc. The thing that interesting thing I picked up on through that exercise though was. The blessings we get tend to be shorter term, um, have shorter term impacts for us. Yeah, you know? like we can, you know, have a an awesome experience, and then six months later, it's a happy memory. Whereas traumatic things can wipe us out for decades or lifetimes. Correct. And then, um, yeah, looking at things like um, growing up in the 70s and 80s, um, yeah, I guess with yeah, being reasonably empathic. Um, and back in those days, as you know, pre-Google, pre-Facebook, et cetera, cetera Yeah, you know, so there wasn't a lot of knowledge or talk about that whole um, empath, narcissist, Type of thing, yeah. And what I found was, especially from probably fifteen to thirty, yeah, just being the kind of person that everybody likes to dump their stuff on. Mm, Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Any any empath will know exactly what I mean. Yeah, to the point where complete strangers are suddenly crying on your shoulder. Yeah, and you just go with with no knowledge of what it was. I had to basically grow up with this thing that I knew I was different to a degree. No idea why, okay, I accept it's a gift, in adverted commas. Um, after a decade of it, it becomes more of a burden than a gift, especially when you don't know what it's about, you yeah? know? And, um, of course, you know, anybody that's looked into the whole empath thing knows that, there's one thing we attract, and that's narcissists. So you end. Up, I ended up going through this whole, probably 40 years of of stuff where, you yeah, I wasn't. I was there for everybody else because of the the empathy side of it. Didn't have the ability or the time to address my own stuff that I'd gone through, yeah.
0: To be there for you.
2: Yeah, because I had to be there there and be strong for everybody else.
0: Right. Yeah. Right. Is that, and is that at the time, was that the moment when you realized that something had to change for you?
2: Ah, big time. Yeah. Big time.
0: When the lights, when the light, you know, it's when the light bulb goes off and the, the angels, you hear the sound. <laughs> it's like, it's
2: time. <laughs> it's time, Scott. Uh, uh, why, uh, why am I picturing Oprah? Yeah, um.
0: <laughs> I know. But this is, this is important because this is when you're, this is when your um, your whole life changed. And now you're very passionate about helping, of course, yourself but being an empath as you are wanting to help others. And so this is where your life takes a major, major turn.
2: Yeah. And understanding the empath side of things also enables me to now control it, to, to have boundaries, to, um, not take on everybody else's stuff. And, prioritize time for myself yeah yes and i I think that's for me that was the key being able to go okay all this stuff that has happened has led to this point with the depression now i've got to sort my way back from that so the only way i can do that is to without without um, being um, overboard about it is to really make sure that every day I at least spend you know, some time, s- just some quiet time with myself for myself.
0: Right, you know? right.
2: And that can be down by the beach, whatever. It's just me. <laughs> yeah, you know, Usually 4 a.m. to 5 a.m. works for me. And it's just a really nice chill out time.
0: It's perfect because nobody else is around.
2: exactly except for americans yes
0: and you and yeah. and you and you have taken on now i mean you had a a career for many many years doing these events with like you were saying like yeah. all these positive you know transformational um wellness speakers and and doing these events which is i know it's a it's a crazy that would be a crazy um life in general but now you yep. have a new um you're, you're 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 heading into a new direction with help um, in this new direction with the depression you've actually gotten relief from something correct
2: yeah, and once again this this yeah it's amazing how life can really kind of make you do a left or right hand turn when you least expect it now, what happened was I ended up doing a conference for um, around essential oils for for a group, and it was like, yeah, okay, whatever. Walked <laughs> in, yeah, doing, doing the show, and I mean, yeah, 20 years of conferences, there would probably be a handful that I've walked out going, hey, that was really cool. This one I walked out of going, what the hell is going on? This has just sucked me right in. It's impacted me emotionally mm. i could feel it i'm going essential oils i mean come on yeah i am so not the person yeah you know, that you would picture getting into essential oils you're right? a, you're
0: you're a typical yeah. australian bloke <laughs>
2: exactly mate yeah i mean the last thing i want to do is go down to the pub to have a beer with my mates and walk in smelling of bloody lavender right <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> Yeah, come on. Um, yeah, I don't wear a sarong. I don't have dreadlocks. You know, it's, um, yeah, that to me was your typical essential oils person, yeah? Um, so it was, it was really confusing to start with. It was like, why has this piqued my interest? And it wasn't till probably a bit later that, yeah, you know, I started, doing a little bit of research. It was just something that I couldn't get out of my head. And I had some uh, some oils hanging around from, yeah, I bought from a friend years ago just to help her out. She was starting a business. And so I started, started looking at them, and then I started researching companies and all this sort of stuff. But what I found over three or four weeks was that, there's kind of the, the oils fall in fall into probably three categories. There's your perfumey, florally, you know, type of type of ones. There's your bush, you know, um, cedar wood stuff yeah. like that, woodsy, earthy type of group. And then there's your citruses and vanillas and your you you really I find them fresh and light, I guess, yeah. And what what I found really just by accident was that if I got up in the morning and put on, you know, for me I liked the, the citrusy type of type of blends. Yeah, you know, I'd, I'd play around with them and, and put on different ones, just yeah, you know, have it going in the in the house with, and I'll work from home. So they're just yeah, going away. But what I found was they really kind of changed my mood you know it, it just it it. I found that it affected my moods in a positive way yeah, yeah? so then I'm going well town, this is really kind of interesting to me <laughs> so more research and that's where I found yeah kind of the medical studies and uh, there's a couple of those on the website that just that explain how the sense of smell is one of their most powerful and it links directly to the limbic section of the brain which handles emotions and, and moods etc and memories so it's like for example if you smelled a bush if you smelt bushfire smoke you know and then you couldn't see the, the fire you could just smell the smoke you'd still register that it is a bushfire coming and you need to be prepared to do whatever run away preferably so yeah it was that kind of thing and i'm going well this is cool (laughs) yeah i i enjoyed the the aroma in the house and and i mean this is don't forget this is i'm someone who you know the only aroma i would ever really wanted the house is that of a rump steak on the grill
0: Right, right. <laughs> yeah. But you felt or a good better. Shiraz.
2: But you felt yeah.
0: but you felt but you felt better immediately. Yeah. Like
2: yeah, to- totally.
0: And and this is not a pharmaceutical drug that you had to take and then, which would be affecting your liver and Lord knows what uh, whatever else. This was yep. simply an essential oil.
2: Yeah, basically and and different blends that I just I just played with found stuff that I liked. And it definitely affected my moods and in a positive way. It, it I felt better. Um, to the point where yeah, I, I would say, you yeah, know, probably a sixty to eighty percent improvement in, in how I felt. Just wow. The, the, wow. Just no, I don't I don't I don't know, yeah. and yeah, it's it's just something that worked for me, yeah. Um, but knowing now knowing the medicals and the science behind it of how the the sense of smell works with the brain it makes perfect sense yeah that if you put on a yeah and, and people talk about how you yeah, know, smell will generate a memory you yeah? know it'll take you back to cooking in your grandmother's kitchen when you're a kid or whatever yeah those kind of things so that then once, once all that kind of gelled, it was like, wow, okay, I now understand why. I walked out of that conference, yeah, which was just another gig. Walked out of that conference, going, hang on, this is really piqued my interest here, yeah. Yes. Um, and it's call it the universe, call it God, whatever, whatever, wherever you're at. But it was definitely one of those points in life i feel where it goes yeah whatever power you you yeah you're believing in is saying okay you've had fun up till now but right now you need to be here because that is going to change your life over in there and that's where you're meant to be going "Uh, okay and yeah you get blindsided yeah (laughs) <laughs> and that's, lit- that's literally what happened It's, it's like <coughs> there's, there's no other way I can describe
0: it And it's changed your so, life completely And it's totally completely oh, changed your life
2: Oh Christine If if you'd met me mm, Three years ago Or even Say even before the depression When I was just normal Everyday Scotty right? I was focused, fired up Positive, etc But I would, I could never in my life say I had experienced passion. Now I can. And I've gone from, you know, negative situation to, to being absolutely 100% passionate about bloody essential oils. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, geez, girl, yeah. Um... Yeah, I'll, I'll be learning about them for the rest of my life. Yeah, wow. Uh, yeah, it's 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 not something that you can yeah you know, do a four year degree on and go. I now know everything about essential oils. Um, I'll be learning stuff for the rest of my life on this, and hopefully, helping people, other people, you know. And,
0: well, th- you're the perfect you're the perfect person for this. You see, here's here's the deal, also. There are a whole group of people out there, and let's be honest, most of them men, most of them typical Australian blokes like yourself, who who would never, somebody would say something about, you should, you know, the power of essential oils, it's amazing what these oils can do for you, for your health, for your mental health, for your wellness. They would just go, yeah, 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 unicorn fairies, uh, you know, talk to you later. (laughs) But you, being who you are, they're going to be much more likely to go, "Hey, if it works for him, you know if he's if his life has changed from this, then it's worth a try then it's worth a try from me
2: yeah, totally and i think um and i I think to a large degree also it, it's it's where partners can basically introduce oils into the house or Whatever start using them bits by bit by pieces, you'll find out what your partner likes or doesn't like. they'll tell you um yeah and and you gotta do a bit of research and you know make sure that they're not affecting your your pets and cats and dogs and stuff and you know do a bit of basic research before you start, especially on which companies you know oils you're going to be using there's a number of them, and yeah. You know, not all oils are oils. Yeah, they're not all all, all equivalent.
0: Um, now, quick question, yeah. quick question because I know yep. that this, because um, we know you have the passion behind it. We know that this is something that you're going to be doing um, full throttle. Do you, um, for those that are interested in, learning more about you and your journey, because I know you're going to be writing blogs about this and how it's worked for you, what the oils have done for you. Do you have a website for people so they can follow you?
2: Uh, yeah, they can. Um, baylifeessentials.com.au So BaylifeEssentials, or one word, all lowercase, au. And yeah, Facebook, Instagram, they can just search Bay Life Essentials, and that all uh, go on through. Um, it's yeah, it's, it's definitely something that I'm fired up about um, for the first time in my life. <laughs> and all I can say is, wow, bloody essential oils!
0: <laughs> I love that, Scott Forsythe. Thank you so very much for being um, one of our out of the box spotlight stories. And I want to encourage everyone to check out uh, his website. It's Scott Forsyth's website, dot au. Again, that's BayLifeEssentials, Essentials, plural, dot com, dot au for Australia. And drop him a line or check him out on Instagram.
2: So yeah, Christine. Just want to, um, I guess, really stress that I'm more than happy to receive emails, um, inboxes, etc., social media. Um, and if anybody anywhere globally wants more information on um, what I've found, um, quite happy to um, answer questions and help them out. The other thing really wrapped, we're really wrapped about um, announcing is that 20% of all gross revenue for the next three years from the oils will be going directly to the Black Dog Institute out here in Australia who do awesome work in a number of areas. So we're really happy to be supporting them for the next three years. And, yeah, just, you know, if you are seeing a health professional, talk to them about it. This is one tool of many that I found... um, I could use. So talk to your medical health professionals and have an awesome day, Scott.
0: I want to thank you so very much, my friend.
2: No worries, Christine. You take care.
0: Thank you. I will, and we'll. Um, I'll. I'll be contacting you to find out what the best essential oil is for me and uh, my lovely wife. Sounds good. All right. <laughs> thank you so very much, Scott.
2: Thanks, Christine. Take care,
0: mate. Okay. Bye bye.